You're listening to Selfish the Podcast. This is the place where we make much ado about you. I'm your host, Allie Martin. Thanks for joining me. met Alex Clark when she started her radio career at the Louisville station DJX. Since then, she has appeared on season one of the Fox show Coupled and has moved to Indianapolis where she now co-hosts the Joe and Alex show. She is jumping into the viral video world with her opinionated clips entitled Hashtag Triggered. I love that Alex has an opinion and she is able to defend it. Plus, She has a connection to Matt Jones with Kentucky Sports Radio, so stick around because you're going to want to hear what's going on there. So Alex, I first met you when you were at DJX here in Louisville, Kentucky. You are now a superstar in Indy. I I don't know about that. (laughs) And you've started your own video series, Triggered. So I want to hear about all of that, but I'm really curious. Was this the path that you thought your life was going to take or... Did fate just kind of lead you in this direction? Well, I would say God has opened a lot of doors for me that I wasn't even looking at. They weren't even in the same house. And all of a sudden these doors appeared and I um, have started going down (laughs) this path. uh, Totally wasn't planned. I actually, my entire life growing up, um, especially as like a preteen girl was obsessed with the fashion industry. I idolized Rachel Zoe. Um, I have, I have like every single book ever written by her, um, and a whole bunch of other people about like working in the fashion industry. I had the teen Vogue handbook of getting into the fashion industry. I was like telling everyone in my life, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work for a big fashion magazine on some capacity, whether that's writing or styling. I knew it was, it could have been a mix of both. I didn't know what it was going to be, but it was something in that realm. And, um, I always loved radio as a listener. I had my favorite shows that I liked to listen to. I would call in and I would participate. And it was like something that I always liked. And my friends knew that about me. And I would spend the night. My mom and dad were cool enough to let me have sleepovers on school nights all the time. And I just remember being in middle school and stuff, getting ready for school. And my girlfriends being like, oh, I already know. Alex has to listen to her favorite morning show. And I was like, (laughs) you know, whatever. It's my thing. So I always liked it. And then when I was in high school, I went to Floyd Central High School in southern Indiana. They had a an amazing radio and TV program um, for students. We're actually in history books as the first high school to ever have a radio station. Um, And so I got involved with that. I was in that all four years. And my instructor, Tim Dench, who is now uh, the radio and TV instructor for Jeffersonville High School um, in Southern Indiana, my instructor told me, like, you know, you are really good at this. You could totally do radio for a living. And I just didn't know anybody that had ever worked in media. It was Mm -hmm. so fun me and it was terrifying and I was just like yeah I don't think so I'm I'm not I'm too scared to do that kind of stuff and then I was planning on going to Columbia College of Chicago for fashion merchandising and journalism and right before I was gonna go I was working at Sephora as an assistant manager inside JCPenney and I was like you know I was going to part-time by the way before going to Columbia I really wanted to um, get some gen ed out of the way so I was going to uh, Ivy Tech Community College in Sellersburg Indiana mm-hmm. and so I was going there 
And I was like, well, for an extra credit, I heard my favorite morning show talking about how they take interns and then you get a credit towards school. I was like, well, that'd be fun to do just to meet the people that I've grown up listening to um, who at the at the time that was 102.3 The Max, which is in the same or was in the same building as um, 99.7 DJX in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, which is where I started. But um, now it's flipped to something called Jack FM. But anyway, so that mm-hmm. morning show there. But it was a morning show that I grew up listening to. And I said, I'll I'll interview and try to get this internship and then that'll be fun to do before I go away to school. So I was an intern with um, what was the Lambert and Lindsay morning show on 102.3 The Max in Louisville, Kentucky for one month. I was 18. One month and George Lindsay, who at the time was the general manager, pulled me into his office and said, you are made to do radio. (laughs) I never had anyone any intern um come in uh to be a part of our show and and they had been doing it for like over 15 years it it was a show that was on for a long time so he met a lot of people and he said i've never met anyone with such raw talent that just guessed this business and he's like i know that you don't know anything about the technical technological aspect and all that stuff but he's like you could learn it on the job there is an opening at our sister station 99.7 djx on the ben and kelly uh the ben davis and kelly k morning show for a third person and a traffic reporter i think you should audition and I'll make a deal with you if you get the job quit go or not quit going to school but like give up on fashion and focus Mm -hmm. on radio and if you don't get it go away to school do your fashion thing and I was like okay this is crazy so I I prayed about it and I was like god if I'm supposed to do this just make it so clear and I get the job and you know and just let me know that I'm supposed to get it so I auditioned against like seven other people that all had, mind you, degrees in radio or TV or broadcasting, knew what they were doing, had job experience, and Ben and Kelly ended up picking me. And I just remember Ben calling me, you know, I barely even knew him. I literally, because I was interning, I'd only been an intern in that building for right. a month. <laughs> I've only seen him in the hallway like two times because they do their show. I was interning for a whole different show, so we don't spend a lot of time together. So I didn't really know him. And he's calling me. He's like, so I just wanted to let you know that Kelly and I picked you. We think that your personality is great. We want, we think you'd fit in. And I just start bawling. And he – this is first like – so I'm a really emotional person. And like if you know me or you've like followed my journey or like listened to me on either the Ben and Kelly show in Louisville or now you're listening to me uh, on my show, the Joe and Alex show in Indianapolis that, that's on every morning. Now you know that by now that I'm a crier. But he didn't know me. So all of a sudden I'm bawling. I'm like, I am so excited. Thank you so much. And you know, he, he's like he's like so taken aback. He has no idea what to think. Obviously, four years later after I've been on the show, he totally knew that's part of my personality. You just freak out like that. But long story short, yeah. So then, um, like I said, I, I became a part of that show for four years. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so basically, then I just I just realized that I needed to have my own show so that I could talk about things the way that I want to talk about and cover. Some- I just knew it was my time. And so that's where how I got to co-hosting the Joe and Alex show in Indy, which is where I am now. I know that was a very long story. <laughs> but I just love it because that's when you know you're in the right spot and you are where you're supposed to be. Because it wasn't like it was an uphill battle. And don't get me wrong, those happen. And that doesn't mean that you're not where you're supposed to be. But when it falls into place as perfectly as it did for you... That's that's when you know that when you prayed to God and said, hey, show me this sign, make it easy for you. He's like, okay, how easy do you want it? Because I, I'll show you exactly how it's supposed to be. And right. I mean, that, that I love that. So you... I do, want, I do want you to share about your video series, Trigger, because there's controversy surrounding this. But just like you it said... <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Um, there's... 
there's things that you feel that need to be said and you're and you're speaking your truth. Um, tell us why you decided to put yourself out there because you could keep this to yourself. But what so why did you do this? I was wanting the thing is too is that we're talking about Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. So I can't get too political where I am. Mm-hmm. Um I save all of my hardcore political stuff for social media. Um, and my boss was just talking to me and he, and he wanted everyone on staff to kind of come up with a, some sort of web component to like go with whoever we are is our brand and our personality on the air. So something to be additional to on the air, um, for our web stuff and everything. And so I came up with the idea for hashtag triggered and, It was just basically kind of towing the line of my political views, but giving my unpopular opinion about anything. It doesn't mean it's, I'm not debating abortion. It's nothing like that, but I am um, just talking about things that like bug me or whatever that might rub somebody the wrong way. Like it might offend somebody that I'm saying these things, but I'm just saying them anyway. Um, And that's just part of my, I I don't care what you think I'm going to say it kind of part of who I am, which which is my brand. Like you mentioned, you're a strong conservative Christian woman, outspoken, which I love that that you are all those things. And, you know, we talked in the media, it is very rare to have somebody that is conservative and outspoken. So, um, you know, you go, girl. Um, Thanks. But how hard is it to hear that criticism back? Or do you know going into it that you're going to have criticism and you don't, and it's just almost like goes in one ear and out the other. Okay. Here's the thing about conservatives, especially millennials. And then not only that, but, but chicks that are, that identify as conservatives and and that are young conservatives, uh, conservative millennials, I should say are like the punk rock right now of politics. Um, we're the minority. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) we're the minority um we're kind of scary to people to the mainstream and we're kind of out there and there's 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 more of us than you think I think a lot of people want to pretend like we don't exist but we are there we exist um and we're getting louder and we're getting louder and because the movement is kind of like this pop rock or punk rock movement um, that you don't expect. I think we're we're getting a lot more people that want to be a part of this because they're seeing like you know it, it just depends on like what time, what era you're in, what your generation is going through. And right now, this is the like exciting like ooh, it's kind of like controversial, going against the man type of a thing to be a conservative millennial. And so I think that's attractive to a lot of not necessarily rebellious young people, but like any, I mean, young people just like by nature, we just want to stick it to the man. That's just Mm -hmm. who we are. We Mm -hmm. always want to go up against authority and challenge things and, and challenge the status quo and that is what conservative millennials are doing especially in the trump era uh with the trump administration in office um you're seeing you know trump is all about getting rid of the establishment all of the old i mean he's old but the but the old tiny way of doing things in politics that is very corrupt and it and it's hurtful and it's self i mean it is i know this podcast is called selfish but in the negative way it's selfish in the negative way not in the self-loving 
way. Um, because I, because when I know we'll probably get into this later, but being selfish to some extent, I think is super important, but I just mean like, you know, money hungry politicians yes. that are only in it for themselves, not for the American people. And so, um, now you've got an administration in office that I believe is for the American people. And he's trying to, uh, Donald Trump is trying to make it that way by you're seeing a crazy turnover of all these people every day. You're seeing somebody else is out of the white house because he's seeing who can, who can hang and who can't. And if you can't hang with the new way of doing things and draining the swamp, bye. (laughs) (laughs) So being a conservative millennial to sum all that up, um, is a little bit wacky and unexpected. And I've always been somebody that has, uh, kind of, kind of uh, gravitated towards doing whatever may not be unpopular, but what I believe is right. In being a part of this whole movement and everything, there is for sure criticism that I get on a daily basis, mostly mean comments on Twitter and Instagram or whatever, because I don't get into this on my show. Now, I get heat every day, people calling in and stuff on our show um, for my opinions on things. Um, it just may not, but there, it's not really political. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like what, whatever my strong opinion is because I am, I'm always hot or cold. I'm never lukewarm. So no matter what it is, even if you're asking me about my favorite color, you know, I'm going to be like, it's this because this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. So people are always going to call in and disagree with me. And, and one of the things that I always get, which I think is just absolutely insane is because I have a strong opinion on something and I'm not lukewarm and I may not be tolerant of things that I don't believe in or agree in, people say that I'm judgmental. Now, hear me out on this. Remember, I'm on a morning show where we're discussing like relationship issues and silly pop culture things and The Bachelor and whatever. It's not political. So nobody's saying you're judgmental because, you know, you're pro-life and you don't know what somebody could be going through that they would need to abort a baby. It's not those types of things that people call me judgmental, which is par for the course. This is people that just because I'm I'm like, no, I like the other day, the other day I said on the air, I said, I think it is super trashy if you smoke pot every single day and you're high all the time. Mm-hmm. I think you're, I think you're a trash bag. And I said that and those are really <laughs> strong words. So of course people, Alex are, Alex is so judgmental. I can't listen to the show because she's so judgmental. And I'm like, how listen. much pot did you smoke today then? Right. Well, first of all, if you're ever feeling attacked, you know, you know, I, I say this all the time to people. There are times when I'm sitting in church, okay, and the pastor says something, and I'm like, oh, oh whoa, and mm-hmm. I start, I'm like feeling, I want to, you want to say offended, like that's kind of like offensive, or I feel attacked. But if you're feeling attacked by something, then maybe you need to look at yourself and see, ooh, why is this applying to me? Why am I feeling so defensive? <laughs> There's probably a reason behind it. There's probably a reason why I'm I'm feeling like I'm I'm getting called out right now. So if you're getting so butthurt by me saying it's trashy, if all you do is sit around, sit at home and smoke pot, then, well, <laughs> I mean, if the shit yeah. fits, you know what I mean. I don't mm-hmm. know. So, mm-hmm. No one would listen to a radio show if you were lukewarm about things. If you were just kind of on there saying, you know, I can see that person's side. Exactly. And I can see this person's side. I mean, the point is to generate conversation and to, you know, have people call in and have an opinion. So, you know, whether they're attacking you personally for, you know, for standing on one side or the other is a little bizarre to me because that's the point of you being a host of a show because... Yes. What you're saying, it is, it's crazy that you're saying what you were, you are exactly right. You're exactly right. Let me, so let me, let me give you a little peel back the curtain in radio. So your, your point is right because 
people say they want one thing, but if they got that, they wouldn't listen. And and here's why. Yes. People say all the time, especially for the format of, of music that we play. So it's, it's top 40 hits. It's contemporary hits radio. So we're playing only the, the top songs in the country. So, you know, when, when you hear something like Despacito played once an hour, there is a reason. <laughs> there is a lot of data and research that goes into why we play the same songs over and over and over again. And, and, and so there's data saying that people like this music and that they want to hear it once an hour um, when it's at the peak of its popularity. But then what do you see on Facebook constantly or, or Twitter or whatever? I play Despacito I, yeah. all the time. Now here's the thing. If a top 40 station, and this is like I said, behind the curtain and it's a lot of radio mumbo jumbo. Some people will be into this. Some people won't. But what what is going on here is if we as a top as the format that we are the type of music that we're supposed to play if we were to all of a sudden change up not playing the hits constantly we had way more variety we threw in a whole bunch of old 2000 songs uh, early 2000 songs played a lot of nelly whatever i'm not saying that people don't like that stuff i love all that stuff um and, 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 and everything, but people, or they want new music. A lot of time they'll say, well, I, I want more variety. I want new music, play new artists. I haven't heard anytime that a top 40 station plays new music, you see numbers go down. People change the channel because they don't know the song. Mm. So what they do is they turn on the radio, they hear a song that isn't Despacito. And then they're like, uh, what is this? I don't know. Wait, I'm changing to Despacito. They don't realize they do it, but then they, they complain online that like they want they they hear the same songs over and over. There, there's a reason for everything why we do, and and exactly like you what you said. If everyone was super tolerant um, about, and it's not I'm open minded. I like I listen to what other people say from other viewpoints. I just will tell you I well let's let's agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, but if everybody was lukewarm and didn't have a strong opinion, that would be the most boring morning show on earth you would want to slit your wrists because it was so boring because everybody was like I don't know what do you want to do I don't know what do you want to talk about well that's fine I mean that's fine with me it's so vanilla and it's so boring the reason that my show does so well with Joe my co-host is because we are both he's always black and I'm always white or I'm always white and he's always black you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so that's what makes it successful and people can complain all they want but they wouldn't listen and we wouldn't be doing as well as we we are if we changed that up the reason it works is because we are so opinionated and opposite so you hit the nail on the head with that alley okay switching um turning the tables a little bit um so you've obviously get to interact with celebrities singers uh, you know when they make their rounds and do their tours um, this is kind of more of like pie in the sky, um, because even with, uh, trig- hashtag triggered, you know, is there one guest or celebrity, musician, politician that you would love to interview or have on your show? Who would it be? Okay. So I would personally love to sit down, whether it's in an interview format or just hang out with Ashley Iconetti from the Bachelor franchise. I don't know. I don't know if you, are you, do you watch that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm obsessed with her. We are the same person. I listen to her uh, podcast. She's got a couple out there, but I I like hers uh, where she's really just sitting around with her sister and best friend talking about like just relationship issues and stuff. I relate to that so much. Ashley and I are the exact same person. I've never. Oh my gosh. 
seen anyone on television or otherwise that I'm like, that is like a mirror image of me. It, it freaks me out because we have this, such similar personalities. Now she isn't vocal about politics, um, because she can't be, I will tell you that I know this from behind the scenes. Um, the bachelor they are very liberal and they like to stifle anyone with conservative views. So mm-hmm. if they have sure. anyone that has um, comes from a conservative viewpoint, they don't like them to talk about it. So a prime example of that is Ben Higgins, who wanted yes. to run for some office. Now, I, I can't think of what it was in Colorado where he lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Mike Fleiss, who is the creator of The Bachelor, shut it down and said basically at the time he was dating Lauren uh, B., or, in, or engaged, and he said, "We will not pay for your wedding if you go through with this." Because um, we don't want, yeah, because we don't want conservative viewpoints conflicting with like The Bachelor and all that stuff. Because we don't agree with all that stuff. So Ben then chose not to run for whatever office that was. I don't remember. Okay, so I know it's been a few years, uh, but speaking of relationships, dating, reality shows, you were on season one of Fox's show Coupled, and um, yes. and that was all about you know, finding, making a couple. Um, but aside from that, you do talk about relationships and dating, um, on your radio show. So talk to us just about that journey of finding love in a public setting. Oh my gosh. It's like the worst. I have, um, a curse. I I've come to the realization actually like a couple weeks ago that I think I know everyone knows if you are a self-aware person, and you're not in denial, you should know what it is about you that could make you hard to get along with, whether that's in a friendship, a relationship, you know, with your family, with coworkers, whatever it is. I think it's important to know those things about yourself um, so that you can, you should always try to work on it. But sometimes there's just things about your personality that you can't change. Um, So I know what those things are about me. But then I also know that my career itself and what I do for a living is like the biggest deterrent for men that I could possibly have. And on top of that, my personality is strong and hard to get along with. Like, so I'm the most I'm the loudest, um, the most opinionated, you know, I'm the type of girl, like if you ask me where I want to eat, you know, all those memes that are like, I don't know, you pick and then you pick and then she changes them. Like if you ask me where I want to eat, I immediately have an answer. We're going here. <laughs> you know, I, I'm that type of girl. Um, Good. So As you yeah. should be. Well, I, so I know you're a T-Swift fan um, and I almost have to relate it to the, you know, what she calls out when people say, oh, but you like write about your, your ex-boyfriends and your songs. And that's probably deterring other guys from dating you. And she says like, well, Ed Sheeran can write about his ex-girlfriends and he's not labeled any different. You know, he's, he's not looked at any differently, but, um, you know, I do it and I'm crazy. Um, so I I, I do have to like put some pause on that and say like, that's not necessarily on you. So, you know, there, You're right. there's it's something it's about the standards there. Yeah. Oh, there's 100% double standards. And that is so when people ask me, why are you so obsessed with Taylor Swift is because as an artist and a songwriter, I relate to her so much. And as a person, um, I think we're super similar in personality and stuff. And so I'm obsessed with her for multiple reasons. One of them being is I relate to her when she says those things. She is so vulnerable putting herself out there with her dating life and everything in, in just her songwriting. 
I'm so vulnerable on the air about my dating life. And I get that if, well, if and my parents tell me it, even my own parents are like, if you stop talking about your relationships, you wouldn't, maybe then you would be able to keep a guy around. Well, why do I have to do that? There are do like yeah. that. So Taylor talks about guys and she's crazy or whatever in her songs and people can't get over it. And then, like you said, like people, but Ed Sheeran does it. And like, that's not a big deal. Or John Mayer. Oh my gosh. Mm. He's like, mm. he's, He's so he's majorly into writing songs about his girlfriends and you know who they are. The thing is about it, Sharon's like, has he I don't even know if the stuff he writes about has been like, but but we know that John Mayer stuff is about certain people um, that we can point to in um, in the entertainment world. Yes. So with me being single and a lot of other females in radio being single and, and finding it hard to date guys on the opposite end, almost every guy that I know that is in radio and or co-hosting a morning show is married. Mm. It is not hard for them to find a girl who can put up with all of the high maintenance demands um, and being a public figure and people knowing the ins and outs of your relationship. So it's very interesting to me. Like my co-host, Joe, is married. He's married and talks about his uh, – he – he talks about his relationship a lot in, in mega detail. He gets heat a lot of times for the stuff he shares about his marriage. <laughs> um, and so, but like, that's the thing. He's married though. And I'm not. Mm. Um, so it's very interesting to me. You're absolutely right. There's a huge double standard in the music industry in with, with ra- women working in radio and compared to guys working in radio in relationships. It, it's nuts. It is absolutely so unfair. And like, I don't know. I don't know how you change that. I guess women are just stronger. We can handle more. What has been the most enjoyable part of your journey? I'm. I like take a lot of pride in when people tell me I can't do something doing it, (laughs) Uh, doing it anyway. So I think that's been a big one. Um, You know, when I first wanted to get into radio, my parents said I was crazy. That that was a terrible decision. There was a lot of tears at the at the kitchen table. Um, You know, just being like, I want to quit school because I actually didn't end up finishing college I want to quit this and I want to just do radio and you know I obviously didn't know anything about radio so they were like where is this coming from you're insane mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have Taylor Swift's parents which at 13 years old they were like let's move across the country right. to <laughs> career which is I still I, I I've met her mom before but the, those are there are so many questions that I want to ask Andrea about that I'm like who listens to their 13 year old or whatever 12 year old and is like you know what you're right honey I'm gonna quit my job and move because I can tell you one thing when my if I have a kid who's 12 or 13 14 saying mom let's move across the country so I can do do something I'm gonna be like you're insane go back to bed take a nap (laughs) for sure what are your favorite ways to be selfish for sure napping um (laughs) I'm like the nap queen uh I make it like even on weekends or whatever I, I always have to take a nap um I'm like a little whiny kid when it comes to like you can like boyfriends will be like Alex have you had a nap today and I'm like no like <laughs> is there anything you wish you could be doing more of um I w- my new year's resolution this year was to get more involved in politics uh so there is things with that that I like would like to get more of and that's why recently I think I've been more vocal on social media than before about like what I believe and stuff but so I'm trying to get more educated. I'm constantly listening to a lot of political shows and things like that and trying to um, hear more sides about things and um, 
and be more well-rounded in that. And, and I think it's also important, no matter what you believe in, whatever it is, gardening, I don't, it doesn't have to be politics, but like whatever you believe in, be able to back that up and explain why. And so that has been my goal personally to be able to really back up what I believe and, and explain why. Um, and so I, I, I've been trying to get more into that. Um, and so I think that right now is probably my biggest thing. Mm, I love that. So what's next for Alex? Well, I don't know. My contract is up this year. So, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? TBD. Who knows? It could be staying in Indy. It could be moving to another city and doing a different morning show. It could be not doing uh, the type of morning show that you're used to hearing me on. It could be getting into conservative talk radio. I'm, I'm open to a lot of different things and uh, different ideas. And, um, you know, no contracts have been signed yet. So I honestly have to say that the that the book is very open as far as that chapter goes. Um, and I'm very excited for that to see what I end up deciding and like what, what offers or whatever I end up deciding in between, um, or between, uh, to, to figure out before or if I resign here in Indy. So I, I don't know yet. Okay. So I have an idea. Um, and this is like, I selfishly, um, wanted to throw this out there. I'm sure it's been thrown out there before because I've seen you and Matt Jones together in pictures before, but <laughs> Are you are you a UK fan? I am. So, um, in my mind, the dream team show. <laughs> I mean, how more opposite a U of L fan, a UK fan, Democrat, Republican, lady, male. I, I mean, I'm just saying, it would be amazing if Alex and Matt could have a, a podcast, have a show, and duke it out. You can take him, girl. That is so hilarious that you bring this up. So I absolutely love Matt. And I think it's fair for me to say he loves me. Um, <laughs> we actually just talked on the phone the other night because I was debating on if I should start my own pod- a political podcast and, and talk about like conservative millennial opinions or whatever. Um, and I was talking about that. And then he called me to like tell me why I shouldn't do it, which, of course, he's a liberal. So <laughs> right. I like, take what he says with a grain of salt. But um, I've told him that a million times. I'm like, Matt, if you want to get like a girl co-host on and you give me the right amount of money I'll move I'll move back to Kentucky and I'll be a part of the show but the thing is is that their show is so sports centered and I you said UofL fan I'm a UofL fan as in I wear UofL shirts because like I don't know I like threw I tossed a coin and decided I guess I'm a UofL fan when I lived in (laughs) Lowell I good then I won't I won't hold that against you yeah, I, I never watch games. I don't know. I literally don't know one thing about any sport whatsoever, not just basketball or anything, but like anything. I, I literally know nothing. I'm like clueless. Um, so I would not be able to hold my weight on his show as it is with how much they get into sports, which is his thing. Um, but if he made it more, I don't know, if they just did more lifestyle, whenever they, okay, so I love listening to his show when he does lifestyle topics. Yes. Um, I was like fast forward to those parts and then I'll listen to those. And I, that, that's fun for me because I'm not a sports fan. Um, so if he did more of that, then like I'd be down. But one, I think, I think I, I'll throw this out there. Actually, I don't know if you've ever heard, but like, so there was like about a year ago when I first moved to Indy, I called into his show and called him out and it was like a big thing. Did you hear that? <laughs> no. 
Okay, so he uh, he I, I don't remember what it was. He says, "Oh, he said something like I love strong opinionated women." Yes. But it was right after the election and he unfollowed me on Twitter and like we followed each other and we've been friends and so he unfollowed me on Twitter and I called in. I said, "So, hold on. I I heard that Matt just said he loves strong opinionated women, but I guess that only applies if you're a Democrat because he just unfollowed yes. me on Twitter." after the election and and like uh ryan and and shit everybody went correct like they gave me the wendy's call of the day they like went nuts like people were screaming i got all these followers on twitter of all these guys being that were like that were i guess conservative big blue nation fans and fans of ksr they were like oh my gosh please be on the show all the time i can't believe you just called out matt jones it's like they like went nuts because number one Nobody ever – Matt is super weird about talking about dating um, on his show. He's, like, super private about his dating life. Yes. And so he never, he never gets into it. And then – so then he had a girl call in, you know, calling him out or whatever. And I guess his his fan base really loved that, his listeners. But that was so fun for me to do that. And he was so embarrassed. He, they were like, oh, my gosh, he's red in the face. Um, and he was like, no, that's not true. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I'll follow you back. Um. <laughs> I would, I, that's, that's a dream team right there. I think, I think you all could make some magic happen with, with a show there. So Alex, thank you so much for talking to us. And I just love what you're doing. I'm so proud of you. Stay strong. Um, you're the, you. you're like a month, uh, difference in age, uh, from my little sister. So I look at you as a little sister, like, oh, she's doing so good. I'm so proud of her. So keep oh, it up. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I know this went way longer than you probably anticipated, but I talk for a living, so, no. you know, that's how it goes. You've been listening to Selfish. You can find show notes on SelfishThePodcast.com. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend about Selfish and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.